Do you love interviewing? Probably not. Interviewing is one of those things that most people hate. But is there a way to make interviews less horrendous? Can you prepare yourself and go into the process confident and ready? That's what we'll talk about today. Welcome to Project Life Design, a podcast about getting inspired, trying things, talking to people, and developing a community for your best life. We're Adri Clark and Justin Tsunoda from Service Learning and Career Development at Western Oregon University in beautiful Monmouth, Oregon. Hey, Adri. Hi. Back in the studio. Yeah, it's, it feels nice. We took a little podcast vacation, I feel like, or yeah. a vacation away from podcasting. It was, it's kind of crazy couple of weeks and we it's been just, busy yeah yeah but we're back and happy to be so mm-hmm. so we're talking about interviews today dun 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 <laughs> and i know you talked a little bit about that in your <laughs> in your webinar the other day but um what were some things that, so we want to talk a little bit today about how do you prepare because obviously you know people always come to me and say okay i just want to practice some answers for the, the different questions, like what questions are they going to ask? And I always say, you know, that's not, let's look at it differently. And I'll share with you later how I always recommend people prepare. But I'm curious kind of what you guys talked about at the webinar the other day, just to kind of set us off today. Yeah, it was super fun. We um, So I had Brooke Roberts on, uh, shout out to Brooke Roberts. And we titled the presentation of the workshop, uh, Interview Confidence. Um we try to make them kind of clickbaity, you know, to capture people's attention. But <laughs> interviews are one of those things that are really hard for people to go into confidently, right? Especially Absolutely. as a student. But I mean, real, I still get nervous mm-hmm. for interviews. Me too. Yeah, it's like natural. And we always say like, you should be nervous, right? Yeah. But um, <laughs> Otherwise, it means you don't really care. You're not that invested in it. But yeah, it's like you want to be a little bit nervous. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's a good sign. Yes. Yeah. And the the interview confidence, um, you know, title was, you know, we kind of broke it down. And then as we started to dive into it and it ended up, you know, these are supposed to be 50 to 55 minute workshops. And it ended up going for, I think, about an hour 15. And still, we were like really by the end, we were trying to cram stuff in and we skipped over some things because we just did not have time. Yeah. And something we were talking about on the way here was interviewing is such a big topic i mean we do hour-long workshops easily on it um and you can really talk about this kind of stuff i mean forever not forever but a long time yeah and so um yeah i think it's good to break it down and maybe we can do like kind of a mini series who knows what we'll do but um yeah interviews is a really popular thing that students you know come to us for help or just are maybe curious about don't know Mm -hmm. um so we'll try to Give you some of our magic tips, as we well, say, uh, yes. or your your magic we'll, tips. We'll enlighten everyone <laughs> with our interviewing knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, and then going, I guess, going back to the interview confidence thing, I, we 
kind of, I had this graphic and it was like a pie chart and this is interview confidence, but it's made up of, um, three things is kind of what I narrowed it down to. And one was experience. Mm -hmm. So like how much experience do you have in interviewing, Mm -hmm. um, your mindset. So like what mindset are you in going into the interview? Um, and then third preparation, which, you know, preparation mindset, like, you know, kind of, these are all a little related or intertwined. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be cool to talk about just the one, the first piece, the preparation. Yeah. I guess the, you know, the first thing, the first kind of step. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, so do you want to give us your tips? So how do yeah. you, I, you have a really, you have a system for this. I have a system. Yeah. Yes, I do. So when I meet with students, I always think about really set an agenda for yourself of what you want them to know about you. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and you do that by first analyzing the job Mm -hmm. and the the company and the job description and kind of boil it down to what they're looking for in their ideal candidate. Right. So... I usually have people kind of list all the different things they can think of that the employer is looking for. And then I say, well, choose four of these that also describe you. Mm -hmm. And then really pull apart what, so let's say somebody says, uh, well, I know they're looking for people with good communication skills, people who are good with numbers that are um, fast learners and a team player. Mm-hmm. And then I have them take each of these concepts and really break it down. Like, what do you mean by good communication? Right. Um, and so that can mean I'm, I'm very good at encouraging other people. I'm, I'm a great motivator. Um, I'm, I'm really good interpersonally. And I keep really open communications with everybody I talk to. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to explain their strengths in a different way right um and then so you you identify the qualities that you know they're looking for Mm -hmm. and are also strong for you you describe them in ways that are unique to you and then you try to think of one to three examples or stories that illustrate Mm -hmm. or demonstrate that skill right and you write up those those uh, examples using the star method. Mm. So classic, so very complete stories uh, that demonstrate specifically all of these qualities. So you have four qualities and maybe one to three stories each. So you've got like 10 stories that all illustrate your, uh, all the qualities they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So you're really well prepared with stories that, that kind of really, show or kind of paint a picture of how you're going to be in that job. So say some of the, so say the three things that you've boiled down this job to are, you know, let's just say for example, communication, uh, detail oriented mm-hmm. and maybe problem solving. Yeah. So you're saying have like, find out what those three things are, but then for each of those three things, have multiple stories and examples yes. to tell. Know how to describe it in ways that are unique to you. Right. Like, for instance, you probably would describe, how would you describe your communication skills? Like, I don't know, if to, not to put you on the spot, yeah, but no. like, you're going to, yours are different than mine, I think. Sure. So, but what, well, how would, 
What are some different ways that you would describe yours? I would say I'm very open um, and I like to almost over communicate sometimes. And I think one thing that you've noticed is like, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm pretty extroverted. And yeah. so a lot of the times the way that I work through my own thoughts is by talking to other people about it. Mm. And so like, even sometimes it's, it's maybe selfish, but I'll go and knock on your door and say, Hey, this is what I'm working on. And I'll start to kind of like talk or like have this question that I'm thinking about and just explaining it to you helps me to understand what I'm doing. And so mm. in turn, that's, I think a lot of the times the way I communicate. Yeah. Um, is and mine, like conversely, I think I'm not that great about <laughs> verbal communicator sometimes, <laughs> but I'm really good at listening and, and actively listening and yeah. kind of, I'm, I'm really looking for patterns. I'm, I, I can kind of turn things around in my yeah. head and kind of see them from different perspectives and kind of bring out different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much that I'm talking out loud, but I, I'm more processing yeah. and, and uh, listening that way. So just, but being able to say exactly what you mean when right. you say I'm a good communicator or I'm good with details or I'm dependable, that's what's going to make you sound like you really know yourself right. and that um, when you're talking to them, people know um, you're not being vague, you're being very specific. And so they get a sense of who you are. And that's mm -hmm. ultimately what they're trying to figure out is who are you? What's your potential? How right. are you going to be in this situation? Are you a good fit for what we need? Mm -hmm. And um, so I think going in, so this is also a perfect uh opportunity like the first question usually an employer will ask you is tell us a little bit about yourself classic and you can set the agenda right away you you know that everything is an opportunity to say and share these four qualities highlight yeah every question mm -hmm. you're wondering which one of these qualities can i really emphasize right and maybe back up with a story yeah so you're so the employer walks away with his very clear idea of who you are. Because right. usually when you interview people, you're like, well, who was this person? Yeah. They all run together because they, they oftentimes people don't really um, kind of uh, give you this very clear idea of who you are. And so, yeah. but if you have an agenda, you're, you know, because I think that's very empowering because oftentimes people are like, well, I don't know what they're going to ask me. And I'm the one who's, yeah. you know, on the spot. And of course you are. <laughs> but but when you have an agenda of your own, you take uh, you take the steering wheel a little bit. I agree. And you're not just the kind of the victim of, of the yeah. situation. You really are, uh, are empowered to. Uh, enforce kind of like the agenda that you have so it's 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 the at the center of all marketing yeah you know you have to have a very clear message you right. can't just say something so bland and something that everybody mm -hmm. else says you have to say it in a very unique way right and have this clear identity people can tell too when you're yeah. in an interview and, and somebody asks you a question and if you give a very generic answer or you say something that you know you think is just something that they want to hear yeah or you try to like make some sort of stretch connection to something that's in the job description that's really not true to you. Yeah. People can tell. Like people totally. know when you're, you know, 
kind of just saying something to say it or, you know, and I love, and that's why I love what you were saying about, you know, have your three things that you've kind of identified that four. you are four <laughs> things. Is it four? You can. Re- so th- there's a reason there's four. Okay. Well, oftentimes you have like 10 things that you think you, they want to hear, but sure. if you, if people can remember four things, like if, when you go into an interview, you're usually nervous, right? You're, right. But you can remember four things. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, there's research showing that this, the people that are listening to you can also grasp and remember four things mm-hmm. about you. So if you keep kind of repeating, not using the same word exactly, right. slightly different words, yep. but it's the very clear repeated message, yep. they remember it. Yep. And so, totally. so that's kind of the idea behind it. It's very scientific. I love that too. And that's, <laughs> I can, I can attest to that in the sense, like I've asked, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people. And one of the things that I can't stand in an interview is when you ask somebody, you know, maybe it's the tell me about yourself, or maybe it's the what are your strengths? What are your main strengths? Or, you know, whatever the form of the question is, and then somebody has a chance to say, these are my strengths. And they say, Mm -hmm. communication skills, detail oriented, and, you know, problem solving. And then but then you don't hear about those things throughout the rest of the interview. Like you don't, they don't give any examples of those things that I'm like, I'm not there's no way I'm going to even believe you or remember that those are things that you said yeah. unless you reinforce it by telling me, yeah. giving me examples. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you want to talk about, um, I know we call it the star example, yeah. the star method. Um, I do. Um, and I think this is really important. You know, I, I'm an introvert, so I, I prepare for mm-hmm. interviews. Like if I really, really want a job, I will, um, I will literally write out these stories just to give myself some vocabulary because I know that the more I write things out, the more I remember the right words I want to say, but, um, the stories have to be kind of complete. So they have Mm -hmm. to have a context. They have to have very specifically what I did and then results kind of like the, so what, Right. How it, was it successful? Mm. So the STAR method helps us kind of organize it. So mm-hmm. the S stands for situation. Right. Kind of what was the context? Where were you? Was it at work? Was it Set at the stage. Set the stage. Thank mm-hmm. you. I almost think stage might be a better That could word. be the S, yeah. Yeah. Then the T stands for task. And that is the kind of the problem that needed to be solved. Right. Uh, what needed to be done. Right. You know, there's, what was the problem? What was the problem? Yeah. yeah. And so the A is your action. Mm-hmm. And what exactly did you do personally to address the problem? And make sure you don't say we too much. Like we mm. did this, we did that, but I did. I did this and that. Mm. Um, the last one is result. R for result. And this is the one most people leave out. And the one employers most want to hear mm-hmm. because they, right. it's not enough to have done something, but ask yourself, so what? what Which happened? is kind of a yeah. tough question to ask, but was it successful? And what is the evidence that it was successful? Right. Because you did that, this problem got solved in some way and there was a good yeah. resolution. Mm-hmm. I always add a, a small R under that for reflection. Star with two R's. Yeah. Okay. It's like, well, I kind of just like sneak in that last little yeah. lowercase r. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, for reflection, because that's where you can share what did you learn from that? 
what right. did you take away from that experience? Right. And that always kind of makes, you know, brings home that learning and the thoughtfulness. And everybody right. likes people who can kind of, you know, think about the meaning and, and how they are actively learning and, yeah. and evolving and growing. So, so the STAR method is actually quite helpful um, that's really, as you're preparing. I was going to say, that's really where you drive home the trait or the quality that you're trying to communicate, right? Yes. And yes. especially, and I, and I know sometimes we talk to students who are preparing for interviews and maybe, you know, it's not uncommon, obviously, for students to not have a ton of experience to, yeah. to play off of. And, and they don't have a lot of, you know, material, air quotes, material when they go into an interview um, as far as things that are, were big successes for them, right, yeah. in a professional setting or not. And so, but it doesn't always have to be something that was a big success, right? It could right. be something that was a failure, but yeah. that reflection, that last R and like yeah. talking about, okay, this is how it, you know, this is what I did, you know, this situation, this was the task, this is what I did. Maybe it didn't work out and that's yeah. okay, right? And that's, totally. that's totally, but. But to learn from that and to, say, you know, this yeah. is what I would do next, or this is what I took away i think sometimes those are the best lessons to have the wherewithal yeah 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 but i know especially for people who are maybe more introverted and you know mm -hmm. about 50 percent of us are it's not a rare thing to yeah. be an introvert <laughs> um i know for me sometimes it's hard to recall stories sure. on you know on the fly like right. that so it's really important to kind of have thought about some mm -hmm. uh and like you said you know sometimes it doesn't feel like we have a lot of experience but mm -hmm. if you give yourself some time to think especially right. when you're thinking from the point of view of like this really demonstrated this particular strength i have yeah and probably it might be easier to yeah. recall a story and uh, and when people hear those stories they're not just looking for that specific strength they're hearing all kinds of other things that came up and right. they're they're seeing you know, your best self yeah, in action, sure. kind of. So, yeah. um, so I, that's really powerful um, and kind of makes you feel like in the interview, you have a lot to draw on. Yeah. And you, you're a lot more confident. That's awesome. Yeah, and it, and it kind of plays into something that uh, Brooke and I talked about in the workshop. And we, I actually, in, in my workshop, recommended, um, you know, in preparation to have, like, three kind of qualities that people, so maybe that's where I got, I was maybe. thinking it was my own presentation, but. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, three is fine too. <laughs> three, yeah, but I think four is good, yeah. The, I mean, why not? But yeah. it's something too that I think is is really useful because, uh, you know, when you go into an interview, you're super nervous, right? And so like you said, it's hard to remember things, but if you can remember those four, yeah, then it can really help you when you get into a bind. like. Sometimes what happens in those interviews is like you go and you lock up and somebody asks you a really, maybe like a pretty deep question of like, yeah. you know, what would, you know, I don't know, insert really tough interview question here, but you don't know, like sometimes you're so nervous that you just like, you kind of freeze. And then when you freeze, you start to panic because you know, you're on the spot, you know, you're like, they're waiting for your answer and you feel like, Oh my God, I'm pausing. I'm, I'm, they know I'm like, I don't know what to say, yeah. but if you can have, if you have those things, you can always kind of default back to those, right? If you really like you, chances are you can use one of those four things or a story that goes along with those in some way. Yes, I agree. Um, on another note, um, 
as we're thinking about being more confident in an interview mm-hmm. is I believe in over preparing for interviews. Yeah. Because when you just prepare a little bit, you kind of rely on these crutches. Like, what did I say? What What was the exact thing that I wanted to say? Right. But if you, if you do a mock interview or you just really write out stories and things like that, mm-hmm. you can kind of then let things go and just be in the moment in the interview. Yeah. Instead of trying to think about, gee, what was it that I wanted to say? Mm-hmm. You know, where you're kind of in your head and you're not really connecting with people. Yeah. Because that's where interview sort of magic happens is yeah. when you're really actually just having a conversation with people. Right, you want right. us that's the, the sweet spot that's of interviewing. Best, yeah. When people just forget that they're having an interview with you and they're having right. a conversation. Right. I can tell you, I just... I, just been through uh, this interviewing process as we were looking for somebody on campus. And there was this one person and she had us all just having this powerful conversation at the yes. end. And she is by far our, our number one Hired. candidate. Yeah. Um, but that only happens really when you over prepare. You get to the point where right. you know it so well right. that you can just let it go and you can just be there with people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there is such a thing as over preparing in that case. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah. That's powerful. I, I totally agree. I, I tell people that all the time, like in an interview, obviously you're the one that's doing most of the talking, but like, yeah, the more that you can get other people to talk <laughs> and the more you can like, it's true. Cause when it's a con when you can break out of that, like question and answer question and answer yeah. like rhythm and you get that other get other people engaged that's really a good sign because then they're really like you're connecting with them and they're also like it's almost like you're playing a game at that point right yeah and they're really enjoying your company and your like Mm -hmm. your ability to contribute to this conversation yeah yeah like it's a really good point you know the more the interviewers start to talk the the better you should feel about the interview yeah that's like a sales saying too. Yeah. The more that you get the other person talking, the better. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's like a one hundred and one sales one hundred and one is yeah. the more. What is it? It's yeah. In a meeting, uh, a good uh, the sign of a good meeting is that the client or the person you're trying to sell to has done more talking than you have. Yeah. yeah. And in the end, interviewing is a bit of a sales pitch. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, I mean, you're there to find the right opportunity for yourself. You're also kind of interviewing them too. Mm-hmm. But um, the more, uh, yeah, it's it's obviously more about trying to find that opportunity for yourself and, and have them and impress people. Um, sure. But, you know, in a very authentic way. People always know if you're being authentic, uh, they can smell it. <laughs> yeah, and stories, so, are he- stories are good for yeah, that though. Stories are great. That can make you, I mean, that's, I don't think there's anything more authentic than having a true story of something that this is like literally what happened. Yeah. 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 I think that's so good. Such good advice. Like don't, you know, people always say like, I don't want to like, I don't like interviews because I feel like I'm bragging about myself. And it's like, don't think about it. You know, obviously you're not supposed to sit there. Like that's the sign of a bad interview is when you're sitting there and saying, I'm so good at this. I'm so good at that. But it's like, no, don't, don't tell them like, you know, don't label yourself. Just Uh. tell a story. Like, Back it up yeah. and tell them what happened. This Where's is the what evidence? happened. They'll tell you <laughs> totally. how good you are. Let that, that speak for you rather exactly. than like telling people that you're so great at something. Yep. You know that. Yeah, you're right. That that sounds like bragging, but 
I mean, ultimately, you know, it also often comes down to that that chemistry that you have with people. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, if you do your research ahead of time, and and that's another thing to think about. You know, we've kind of been talking a little bit about kind of how you prepare what you're going to say, but the reason that you know it's going to be sort of the right thing to say is that you've done some research. Mm-hmm. You know, you looked at their values. You've looked at what they aspire to be. Yeah. And you want to speak to their aspiration. You know, you want to remind them that they're working for a great organization and have them feel really good about that. And so you kind of speak to that um, and even refer to some of the things that they've put out about themselves and what they're wanting to achieve. And yeah. and that oftentimes creates a really good connection with, yeah. with the people you're meeting with. You can speak their language. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. When you, when you even can use some terms that mm-hmm. they use themselves. Like when somebody right. interviews with us and they talk about, oh, when you do the career connects, I'm like, oh, my God, they know career connects. They must be <laughs> smart people. Yeah. You know? Or experiential learning yeah. or whatever oh it is. Oh, my God, you're some like one of us. <laughs> yeah. You belong with us totally. kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Any other tips before we end today as far as preparation goes i feel like i think i mean there's a lot of different ways to prepare Mm -hmm. um i know that you know like there's the basics obviously like you got to know where you're going and where you're like what are you doing like how what how long does it take you to get there and you know what are you gonna do once you get there once you show up for the interview yeah um and so yeah and i think another uh, one tip I always give students is like when you're going into an interview, make sure like you. I know you. We always tell students make a bunch of different versions of your resume, like really tailor it to that position you're applying for. Mm-hmm. But make sure you you like going into that interview, you should know your resume front and back, every yeah. detail on there. That's true. Because some people's interview style, and I've known a lot of people to do this, is they'll say, you know, they'll maybe the first question is tell me about yourself. And second question is walk me through your resume and like tell me talk to me about your experience. So you got to literally go through your resume, start to finish and just kind of explain almost like your professional story. Right. Right. Of like, this is what I did. Then I did this and then I got promoted to this job and then I left for this job. And like knowing how to talk about those things, too. Right. And like expect those things, those types of questions to be asked. Hmm. Um, But I also like what you said earlier about mindset, you know, Mm. Um kind of that being in that frame of mind of almost like an athlete that's going into like a competition. How do you psych yourself up? <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of see yourself or visualize yourself yeah. having a really positive experience mm-hmm. in there. And you can even kind of trick yourself. I, I recommend like going into the bathroom if there's a public restroom going into a stall and kind of doing like the victory, like put your arms up, like you're like, Power you pose. just won, you won this hands up you in know, the air, you're kind of, you won this race and yeah. you're just, and you're just kind of, you may not necessarily believe it all the way, but just doing it makes, makes your whole being feel like you're, yeah. you're a winner. Right. And, um, and then, um, prepare to, to kind of sit in a way like body language can say a lot. Yeah. And sitting, really sitting in your chair and feeling yourself grounded on the chair, your your feet on the ground, 
and and Hakana gives you a lot of mindfulness mm. that you're kind of again in the moment because I feel like I know where I've done really badly in interviews is when I start spinning off and oh, I'm sure. not really present. Oh, uh, yeah. And so that helps me there. just kind of feeling myself in the chair, taking deep breaths, feeling my feet on the ground, and then just... It's very then, yoga. It like. is very zen to, to try to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot too. I mean, there's a lot of things that can get in the way of us feeling confident in interviews. And, and um, yeah. whatever we can do to, to calm down, be prepared, and be at our sort of feeling really confident and there's 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 things you can do right yeah, yeah i think yeah 100 percent. and not only go in the bathroom and do your power pose but also use the bathroom because use the bathroom <laughs> you probably have to pee and you don't want to go into the interview and <laughs> exactly. you gotta like use the bathroom <laughs> and just like really simple like look in the mirror make sure there's no broccoli in your teeth yeah that's that's really important but eat, but do eat your broccoli that's a good <laughs> that is good advice yeah. yeah and maybe next time we can talk a little bit about um the zoom interview i, I feel agree. like that's the like virtual a, interview it's, all, it's own whole big thing i 100 percent agree and, uh, and i got some yeah i have some ideas on that <laughs> yeah no i think this is a good place to leave it off yeah. for today and and we can we'll do like a little mini series yeah. on interviewing because and you know we just wish all of you especially those of you who are graduating and are getting into this process maybe for the first time like those real grown-up interviews yeah <laughs> yep. that um there's definitely a lot you can do and i would definitely recommend coming to our office or work with someone you know uh, and practice, practice, practice. Ask, you know, have them ask you questions and it doesn't have to be perfect, but it gets all the nerves out yep. to just go through it and yep. stumble through it in a way. And then the actual interview is going to feel so much more Oh my better, gosh, yes. More confident. Yeah, it's all about practice and getting that experience, getting your reps in. Like interviewing really is a skill. And the more that you can do it, the the better off you'll be. So, yeah, awesome. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Yay. Well, I think that's it for today. Okay. Thank you, Adri. <laughs> Thank you. For your you. tips, your magical <laughs> tips. You, Justin. And we will talk to you all next time. All righty. Bye. Bye.